good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Uh, I'll just let you know I'm taping today's Noah's Window and tomorrow's Noah's Window on Thursday morning. And the reason why I give you that back part is uh, to kind of give you an update on Mary Alice. Uh, when I taped the last episodes, I shared with you that uh, she'd been having some sciatica in her lower left leg that was, we were pretty sure it had to do with the spine issue. She had had spine surgery back in 1992 and, and was familiar with the symptoms. <clears throat> and Mary Alice is a tough girl, you know, it's really hard to get from her how she's feeling. But uh, I could tell it was getting worse and worse. In fact, even Sunday when we went over to Jonathan's, I was having to help her up uh, from the couch. But then Monday, <clears throat> she stepped down on a concrete floor in our garage and and at that point, it was like her left leg wouldn't hold her up anymore. Um, and so we knew she was in, in real trouble there. And thankfully, we have a tremendous neurosurgeon in our church uh, who I reached out to, and he got her checked into the hospital. And uh, she wound up, uh, I think we checked her in on on uh, on Tuesday, and then she had the surgery on Wednesday. And when I leave here, I'm going to uh, get her checked out of the hospital and take her home. So just to let you know, she's doing well, and the surgery was <clears throat> a great success. I'm very thankful for your prayers, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, her feeling a lot better in the near future. Now, the only thing is, all this week, Mary Alice had planned to do Noah's window, and she had a great idea. I loved her idea of things that we know for sure, but of course, she hasn't been able to, uh, to do these Noah's windows, and I've actually been substituting for her. You know... <clears throat> Back when I was a teenage preacher, I did a lot of substitute preaching. Uh, you know, if the pastor was ill on a Sunday morning or a guest speaker uh, had some kind of flight delay or something and was unable to speak. And so in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, when I was in my late teens, oftentimes I got called and asked if I would speak on the spur of the moment. So I would try to uh, break the ice, you know, because I understood when I was going in to preach that the audience was expecting somebody else. And, I had a corny story that I told about being a substitute, and I was thinking on the way over to the campus today, I don't think I've told this story in 45 years, but the story is told about a church that had announced they were going to have a substitute preacher, and a little girl, <clears throat> about six years old, didn't know what a substitute was, so she asked her mom, and her mom was trying to explain the concept of a substitute to her, and she said, well, you know, it's like if you have a broken window pane, and you don't have the opportunity to put a, a piece of glass in that broken pane. You can put a piece of cardboard in there, and that cardboard <clears throat> becomes a substitute for the window pane. Well, anyway, the little girl heard the preacher preach and did a pretty good job. And so on the way out, she said to him, said, well, preacher, I just want you to know you weren't a substitute. You were a real pain today. <laughs> you can tell by the story there that that's quite an old story. But uh, I, I hope that uh, I've been a good substitute for Mary Alice this week. As she recovers, and God willing, hopefully she'll be back uh, soon to do some Noah's Window. But I will say this. She just wanted me to let you know how much she appreciated the Noah's Window family for praying for her. Uh, she loves uh, this ministry, and, and uh, she loves hearing from you. So thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your encouragement during this time as Mary Alice gets well. Well, back to our theme this week. I'm going to be talking about this today and tomorrow because it's such a big theme that it's really going to take, well, at the minimum, two days to talk about this one very important thing that we know for sure. And here it is. We know for sure that once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we can never lose that relationship. 
It's an important question, and I think a lot of people struggle with this one because, you know, the idea is when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, as we've seen in the uh, first two DNA messages, we become a new person. The old goes away and the new person is there. But of course, there's the echo effect of that old nature that is still with us and will be with us until Jesus comes or until we die. So even after we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's very probable that we'll continue to struggle with sin patterns that we've struggled with before. It doesn't mean that we don't get victory over these and make enormous progress, but still we discover that old nature is still there with us. And many people have been led to wonder if they had somehow lost their salvation because they would go through a dry spell or they would go through a season in life where sin was getting victory and they would wonder maybe if the salvation that God offered was somehow taken away. And there are churches that have taught this through the years. But the Bible teaches us something that it, this is sometimes this is what this doctrine is called. The Bible teaches, and I think it's fair, the Bible teaches eternal security, which basically means once we become part of God's family through the blood of Jesus Christ, we will never be kicked out of the family. That relationship is secured forever. <clears throat> now, you and I would need a whole lot more <laughs> than to hear, well, this is the official position of our church, or this is what Mark thinks. We would need a whole lot more on something so major than those somewhat nebulous designations. So today, what I want to begin to do is I want to give you scriptures that show us beyond a shadow of a doubt that you can know for sure once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you will never lose that relationship. Well, because I was talking some about Mary Alice and, and her situation today, I'm only going to give you one verse. Tomorrow, I'm going to come back and we'll give you three very, very important verses. And by the way, by no means are these the only four verses in the Bible that say you can't lose your salvation. I mean, it's all over the scriptures. In fact, all you would have to do is find the words eternal life and know that you couldn't lose your salvation because if you could lose it, it wouldn't be eternal life, it'd be term life. So here we go. Let me read you John chapter 5, verse 24, which I think is one of the greatest verses in the Bible to assure us that we can know for sure once we have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we will never lose our salvation. Jesus speaking. I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes on him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned and has crossed over from death to life. Now, what I love about John 5, 24 it's like Jesus is speaking into this question, but he's giving like three layers of assurance. He said, he who hears my word. Well, we know from Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God or the word of Christ. So in fact, Romans goes on to say, how, how will they believe if they never hear? And how can they hear if there's not someone proclaiming the message? So salvation begins with hearing the message and believing it. So Jesus said, I tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, anytime Jesus speaks, he tells the truth, but he's wanting to really bolt this down. I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes on him who sent me, those are two qualifications. You hear and you believe. Now, Jesus is going to say what we have. That person has eternal life and will not be condemned and has already passed from death unto life. Now, let me tell you why this verse is so huge. 
There are those who teach that if you accept Jesus Christ, you can lose your salvation, and consequently, you wouldn't know for sure that you had eternal life until you die. Well, that's, that, there are all kinds of problems with that, and I don't want to go down the road because really it's, it's kind of a strange belief when you think about it. I mean, a person under that concept could live a very godly life, and then five minutes before they die, they could have a spiritual you know, backsliding and wind up going to hell after living for Christ for all these years. It, it's wrong on so many levels. But here's the thing. According to Jesus, we don't wait until we die to find out whether or not we have eternal life. It's not settled at the moment of death or the moment of Jesus' return. Let's read this again. Whoever believes, or here's my word, and believes on him who sent me has eternal life. In other words, it's a present possession. It's something you have right now. You have eternal life. Well, if, the period, if there was a period there at the end of Jesus' statement, that would be adequate. But the Lord, I think, knew that a lot of people would continue to struggle with it past that point. So he puts on another layer of proof. Not only do we have eternal life, number two, Jesus said, but that person will not be condemned or come into condemnation. In other words, something down the road, maybe a spiritual uh, dry season or maybe uh, a, a breakdown of faith like John the Baptist had at one moment or anything you can think of that would just be a spiritual downturn. Jesus is saying that person will not come into condemnation. Number three, because that person, according to Jesus, has already passed from death unto life. Well, I'm going to just stop right there. I'm going to be back tomorrow to share with you some other scriptures that show us that if we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, one of the things that we can know for sure is that we can never lose that salvation. I can't wait to come back tomorrow and bring these other thoughts with you. Let's pray. Father, we start off by thanking you for your goodness in our lives and your presence. Thank you for answering the prayers of so many for Mary Allen's, and we pray for her that she'll have complete recovery. I pray for those who are on Noah's window today who are dealing with physical illnesses or emotional illnesses or, or family situations. We just pray that they may experience your grace. Thank you, Lord, that according to your grace, once we come to Jesus, we can never be cast away. We give you praise and glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for checking us out on Noah's Window today. As always, we love hearing from you and uh, what's going on in your life. And maybe you have a prayer need that you'd like to share with Mary Alice and me. And we'd be, we'd be delighted to pray for you. One more time, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Well, actually, I guess we'll be back Monday talking about uh, things that we know for sure on Noah's Window. See you soon.